dear listeners, welcome to another episode of High Magic Practices. Today, we embark on a mystical journey back in time to explore the enigmatic world of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, a secret society that left an indelible mark on Western occultism. Join us as we delve into the origins, beliefs, and practices of this fascinating organization. The story of the Golden Dawn begins in the late 19th century in Great Britain. It was a time of curiosity and exploration, both in the physical and metaphysical realms. In this era, three visionaries, William Robert Woodman, William Wynne, Westcott, and Samuel Liddell Mathers, founded the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Their inspiration came from deciphering the mysterious cipher manuscripts which led them to contact a German countess named Anna Sprengel. Sprengel claimed to communicate with supernatural entities known as the Secret Chiefs, who held authority over magical orders. This correspondence led to the establishment of the Golden Dawn, a society devoted to hermeticism, metaphysics, and occult practices. The Golden Dawn was a melting pot of esoteric traditions drawing inspiration from various cultures and belief systems. Its teachings incorporated elements from Egyptian Hindu, Buddhist, Jewish, Christian, and Greek sources. In this eclectic mix, the Golden Dawn introduced concepts that would influence 20th century Western occultism. At its core, the Golden Dawn aimed to help individuals tap into their inner divine spark known as the Higher Self, in order to fine-tune their personality, which is a prerequisite to communicate with a separate entity called the Holy Guardian Angel. The Holy Guardian Angel is a higher spiritual being, intimately connected to an individual's soul. Magicians can receive guidance, wisdom, and protection from this entity during rituals. This entity enhances their magical abilities aligned with their true will, ultimately leading to successful magical endeavors and a fulfilling life and spiritual path. Central to the Golden Dawn's system was a hierarchical structure reminiscent of Masonic lodges. It consisted of three orders, the First Order, the Second Order, and the Third Order with distinct goals for each. It's important to note that the second and third order grades are typically granted by invitation only. Before delving into the curriculum, we recommend that you begin with exercises as a practitioner. We will provide more information about these exercises in future episodes, so please stay tuned. This probationary stage is a preliminary phase lasting four to seven months during which you are expected to establish contact with a godform representing your higher self. The godform Tame, also known as Maat, serves as the introducer and mediator in the initiation process. Tame is invoked to assist the probationer on their journey of initiation, especially when working alone. Prior to self-initiation, Probationers are encouraged to establish a conscious link or dialogue with the Godform Tame. This connection is intended to bridge the lower personality of the practitioner with the higher self symbolized by the Goddess of Truth, emphasizing the aspirant's alignment with higher spiritual principles. 
After completing the probationary stage and self-initiating, you can expect to go through the first order curriculum, which typically takes at least a minimum of six months in neophyte grade zero equals zero, a minimum of six months in Zelator grade one equals 10, working with the element Earth, a minimum of six months in Theoricus grade two equals nine, working with the element air, a minimum of six months in Practicus grade three equals eight, working with the element water, a minimum of seven months in Philosophus grade four equals seven, working with the element fire. As you can see in the first order, each grade related to one of the four elements and aimed to help initiates understand and balance these elemental forces within themselves. After finishing the Philosophus in first order, the practitioner must be at least nine months on the portal of the Vault of Adepti, which is a probationary grade that typically lasts for nine months. During this initiation, the candidate is introduced to the final element of spirit, completing student's elemental constitution. The second order, or Rose Rube et Aurea Crucis, is focused on practical magic. Here, adepts practice ceremonial magic, perform astral travel, create their tools, write their rituals, and explore advanced techniques like Enochian magic. This inner order marks the transition from theory to practical application. You can expect the second order curriculum to take a minimum of 12 months on each grade, like Adeptus Minor, Adeptus Major, and Adeptus Exemptus. The progression to the next grade typically depends on the successful completion of the associated curriculum and rituals. Keep in mind that the Golden Dawn placed a strong emphasis on personal growth and development so these timeframes could vary somewhat based on individual progress and dedication to the Order's teachings and practices. The Third Order consists of three degrees Magister Templi, Magus, and Ipsissimus. In this order, the practitioner is considered to have reached a very advanced stage of spiritual development. The practitioner is believed to possess the ability to communicate with or receive guidance from the secret chiefs, the secret chiefs are often regarded as highly advanced spiritual or supernatural beings who guide and oversee the activities of the order. They are believed to be enlightened and spiritually evolved, entities that offer inspiration, guidance, and wisdom to the members of the Golden Dawn. One of the alleged secret chiefs was Anna Sprangle, whose name and address were supposedly decoded from the cipher manuscripts by William Wynne Westcott, one of the founders of the Golden Dawn. However, in 1892, McGregor Mathers, another co-founder, claimed that he had independently contacted human secret chiefs living on Earth, separate from Sprangle. Well, as we conclude this journey into the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, we hope you've gained insights into this influential and enigmatic organization. The Golden Dawn's legacy lives on in various contemporary occult traditions, reminding us of the enduring quest for spiritual enlightenment and self-discovery. We'd like to thank you, our dedicated listeners. Thank you for joining us on this odyssey through the Golden Dawn's grades. If you've enjoyed this episode, 
please consider liking and sharing our content. Your support helps us continue our exploration of occult mysteries. If you'd like to contribute more to our show and help us keep the magic alive, please consider making a donation to our Patreon or PayPal accounts. Your generosity ensures that high magic practices remains a beacon of knowledge and wonder. Finally, if you want to begin your journey within the Golden Dawn as a solitary probationer and progress through the elemental grades of the First Order, you can purchase a copy of the self-initiation into the Golden Dawn Tradition book. You can find the link to purchase the book in the description. After completing all the grades within the First Order, you have the option to further your journey by contacting a temple to embark on the path of Adeptus Minor. We recommend visiting the website, hermeticgoldendawn.org, to locate temples in your vicinity. Remember that the universe is filled with secrets waiting to be unveiled. Stay curious, stay enlightened, and stay tuned. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of High Magic Practices. Goodbye for now, and may the mysteries of the universe continue to illuminate your path. <laughs>